Welcome to the Futon. I'm your host, Mike, and co-host, Zach. Nice. So this week, we are uh, we're going to talk about uh, a couple more questions that, mm-hmm. or uh, opinions or views that we have, uh, maybe uh, unpopular opinions, uh, just, just going off of the dome. And so I want to start off this week. Zach's going to go ahead and start us off, and we can go from there. Cool. Yeah, so I was just reading Revelation 6 just now. Mm-hmm. started with 5. Um, I thought it was interesting because it just talked about, like, the worthiness of Christ and stuff like that. Um, so, But I just kept going because it's just... It's just cool. Revelation's just fun, you know? <laughs> but um, it started talking about the seals, and the first one is uh, a white guy on a white horse with a crown on his head, and a lot of people think that that's Christ. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad idea, but I'm thinking, like, what, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, this, these are just coming coming my fresh, fresh on the brain, so it might be a little, a little weird, but, like, that could just be like a phase that our planet goes through or that our world goes through mm-hmm. for the sake of, because that's what these seals are, right? It's like releasing this, you know, and to be fair, you know, my mind is wired for fictional stories. So I might be thinking of this from a creative standpoint, mm-hmm. but, um, I just think it's it, it's kind of cool, is all. But like, conquest would be the first one, right? And the second one. But it also talks about war. like it also talks about like his robe, having like in, in initials on the bottom corner. So it's very like specific. It says first the seven seals. Uh, one of the four living beings say with a voice like thunder, come and. I looked up and saw a white horse standing there. Its rider carried a bow, and a crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. That might be later on. Yeah, he might be. Yeah, it might be. But just here, that's all they say about it. And, you know, a lot of things can be metaphors. Like, you know, like whether it's a bow, like it can have, like, a far reach. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it's doing, like, it doesn't have to... And it says that a lot in Revelation. It says like this, mm-hmm. like that, and like your bow across my head. Yeah, and so it's like it, it could be like symbolism of yeah exactly of something else. And right. where you're talking about, it could be like a bow, and it's like, and it goes back to like your thoughts are not my thoughts, mm-hmm. and so you're like, what is God thinking about when He's mm-hmm. talking about like a bow? And well, so, I don't think it says like bow. I think it says, hang on, sorry. It says, or this translation, which is NLT, looks up, standing there. Its writer carried a bow, and the crown was placed on his head. He rode out to win many battles and gained the victory. So it might be different in other translations, but 
Okay. I don't know, but you know, to to be fair, like a lot of things in the Bible are metaphors. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. most of what Jesus spoke as what were like parables are all metaphors. And so, like, I don't think that these. You also have to think, at least in my mind. Um, have you seen the movie Apocalypse with? Um, mm-hmm. The guy who played the first Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but basically, it shows it shows like John right on the island Patmos, and I think that's the name of it. Something like it's been that. a minute um, since I thought about this stuff, but uh, he like sees the visions and things like that, right? And it's like you may be explaining things, but he's explaining things from back then. Like there's probably things that he like he had to use symbolism to explain them because like he probably didn't have the words or like you know what I mean? Like it's true. Explaining yeah. modern things like. Yeah, because like when you go to when you go to Revelation ten and eleven, where I was reading, uh-huh. they talk about the two witnesses being uh, being watched by everybody. Yeah, and it's like everybody on the planet will watch them. How is that? How is that possible? Like you're thinking about back then. Like how is this possible? I can't even see my I can't even see my cousin who lives half a town away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm going to be able to everybody in the world is going to be able to see these two people but, fighting the beast but also right so like obviously they didn't ex- he didn't explain TVs yeah right? exactly but that could be the reason for the way or the, the how that happens you know and so it's just kind of interesting to see this and like because maybe things will be a lot more clearer in the future like once they happen you're like oh that's what it meant you know what I mean but we're yeah. not I don't think we're supposed to know. You know what I mean? We're supposed to just like have the general idea, mm-hmm. and then once, once it, it's once, once it's it happened. fits into its mark, you're like, got it. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, and like, for example, like the the second horse is the red one with mm-hmm. war, right? And that's pretty straightforward, like war, bloodshed, red. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's very much a like metaphor for things. You mm-hmm. know? And those were only the first four seals, you know, but like if they were to happen like in that order, like wouldn't that be the four horsemen? Yeah. The four horsemen. Yeah. That's the first four seals. But the first one is the con- the white horse guy with the crown, right? Mm-hmm. Some people think it's Jesus. Some people don't. And then war. And then there's a guy which they don't call him anything, which I thought was kind of interesting because it might not be who, what, well, okay. So it says, uh, a black horse and its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. And then a voice from among the four living beings say, a loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay. And don't waste the olive oil and wine. Right? Mm-hmm. So what's cool about that is a lot of people just automatically assume that's famine. Right? Yeah. Which makes sense. Scales, they're talking about food, right? Mm-hmm. So they're probably rationing, right. just like how they did with uh, with Joseph. Right? Joseph? <laughs> Dude, I'm so bad with I always get super... Uh, I believe so. I get super self-conscious. self-conscious yeah, we can, saying we can look it up. I feel like I can get it mixed up. But, uh, but yeah, like Joseph, like they had a famine, but they prepared ahead of time or whatever. So same, same vibe. Um, and then the fourth seal, right, is death, right, on the pale green horse, which for some reason I never realized that. Like maybe different translations say different things, but 
Look up Joseph and the coat of many colors. Just see if that's the right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Stranger. Um, but yeah, I never realized that pale green was Death's horse's color. Yeah, you'd think it was like black or ash gray. Well, I remember it would be pale, right? I always remembered that, but I never realized it was pale green. It's weird. And that's crazy to me. Like, how did I miss that? But I feel like that's another thing. So then, this is my brain going into fictional stuff, sorry. But he says, he had a companion. His companion was the grave, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. And then... These two were given authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and famine and disease and wild animals. So, like, I feel like the first one may not be just a... Or the third one, sorry. May not just be about famine in itself. Might be plagues. Well, no. I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, it might have to do with famine, but it might have to do with, like, maybe there's... Because if I'm... In my head, I'm thinking of these as phases, right? Mm-hmm. Not actual horsemen, but phases. And I'm thinking that phase, I was always thinking like, oh, that's famine. But the fourth one is like, oh, the fourth one has, um, it's not sovereignty, but the word for basically control over those things, right? And one of those things is famine. So it doesn't make sense for famine to be a phase and then famine to be only a part of the next phase. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So what if the third one... What if the third one is more along the lines of just like you're being controlled, like you're limited to what you can eat and what your supplies are. Like maybe that's the phase of what things are. Or what if it's just like, what if it's just like, um, kind of like when crops die out or like soil becomes unusable. And so it's like, and so it's like famine, but it's forced famine. And it's because your crops don't yield anything for another what's it, 25 years? Sure. Something like that. A quarter yeah. a quarter of 100 years. And so, like, if we do face that time, let's face it, America's going to fall off. Well, well, that's the thing. It doesn't say that, like, because that one doesn't say famine. Well, no. But, like, famine, but I think that's interesting because I've always assumed that it was famine. But mm-hmm. now that I'm reading it for the first time forever, I'm seeing it. I'm, I feel like it's something else. Like it, because it says uh, the horse. Uh, sorry, I gotta find it again because I don't want to misword it. Um, I looked up and saw a black horse, and its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hands. And a voice from among the four living beings said, "A loaf of wheat bread or three loaves of barley will cost a day's pay, and don't waste the olive oil and wine." Right? So, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking way too much into it, but it seems like that's more along the lines of it's not the famine, right? It's not the lack of food. It's the like someone is controlling the supply of food. Yeah. yeah, it could be, it could be the fact that somebody, it could be the fact that there is a famine, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And so, kind of like Joseph in yeah. Dakota Many Colors, he told, uh, he told the king, I don't remember the king's name, but uh, so yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, he told the king, he said, hey. Uh, you know, your dream means there's going to be a famine in seven years. I do know that part. 
Like the fat cow will become the skinny cow in seven years. And so uh, we need to stock up on all of our stuff now, and then we can ration it over those seven years. Well, what happens whenever, you know, the government sees that we're going to have a famine in so much time, they'll start to ration out what we have. I know stuff's probably, I mean, the scales might be like, you know, this stuff was worth this much gold and now it's starting to require more because we're rationing it. So like when you talk about scales, it's like all about balance. And when you're talking about balance, you're talking about the U S going through some inflation right now. And well, yeah, of course, of course. But so it's like, yeah, no, 100%. And obviously this is all just like kind of like whatever speculation. It's all speculation. There's no way to be like, Oh no, this is for sure going to be this. But I just like, I, it never occurred to me that that wasn't specified as famine. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's for a reason. Yeah. Because the fourth one says, death shows up with the grave as his companion, and then they use uh, the sword, famine, disease, and wild animals to kill. Mm-hmm. Right? So they use those four things, which I don't know. I just think it's interesting. But that's as far as I got. So I don't know what happens. Oh, it's sealed. Anyways, I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting like detail that I missed the first couple times I read it. Yeah, and that's it. Literally, like the book is always there, and we can always read it. But it's mm-hmm. like, it, like you said, we need to pick it up more. And mm-hmm. I agree. But also, like every time you pick it up, you're gonna read something different. You're gonna get something a little bit yeah. different, and so like. When I was reading, when I was reading ten and eleven, dude, like I could not process ten. My mind physically could not process ten. It was just literally like an angel landed on the sea, and in his hand was holding the scroll, and wide open it was reading uh, the seven thunders, and the seven thunders said something, and then I was supposed to write them down. But a voice from heaven told me to capture what the voice of thunder said and don't reveal it. And so, like, my mind is just, like, yeah, picturing all of this. And, like, picturing it like a little kid would picture it when being read this story. And it's just, like, I don't know. And then once you enter, once you read through it and then you read into 11... And then 11 just goes straight into the two witnesses. Mm. And the two witnesses, uh, when they when they uh, said something about being in Egypt and Sodom, where, where the Lord died. And um, when they are there, the beast from the bottomless pit will rise up and the beast will conquer them and kill them and leave them in the streets. No one's going to bury them and they're just going to leave them there. Mm. And three and a half days later, the Lord will bring them back to life and bring them up to heaven in a cloud. Now, in the midst of all this, it talks about how uh, the whole world will see this. Not a single person will be able to bury them. And the beast is going to conquer and kill them from the bottomless pit. Where... Them as in the witnesses? Yes. And so 
them as in, as in the witnesses being um, like pro- being able to prophesy over the world. And literally when they prophesy, there will not be able to be any rain to drop on them. And when they want to cause a plague or a famine, they can or mm. something like like something like that. I know I read those words for sure. And literally, it talks about how the beast from the bottomless pit will come up, conquer them, and kill them, and leave their dead bodies in the streets. And nobody, you're talking about all these people being able to watch them, but nobody is going to bury them. And you think about like, like what if they, what if they never buried Jesus's body? And they, and like people were able to watch him go from oh. being dead to back alive. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's God's way of being mm. like, okay, you didn't believe me 2,000 years ago or however many, like, oh, sure, sure, sure. And now everybody is going to see this same thing happen. So at that point, there's no excuse. Like there's no excuse for deciding oh, against it. A lot of these people talk about like, oh, like what? What if his like, body what, like, was you, changed? And well, or, no, 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 not that. I'm talking about the fact that like when it comes to salvation, like what about all the people who don't? Um, that like Christianity hasn't reached yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the unreached civilizations, or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, this is saying that everyone will see it, mm-hmm. and everyone will know. So at that point, it's like. There isn't an excuse. Like irrefutable, I think. Irrefutable evidence. Yeah. It's like so. you're, you're either gonna purposefully like reject the gift that is offered to you, or you're gonna take it. And yeah. like because obviously it, it's not fair to like just not know, you know what I mean? But I think True. in this situation it's like, oh no, you're like there's no way you're gonna not know. Yeah. And I mean like but then you got to think about the people who are, who already died, who, who didn't. You know what I mean? That's true, but it does say in Revelation, I, I believe, somewhere in Revelation, it says that people will be will be brought back. As he, it either says that, or I'm interpreting somewhere. Sounds it says real that. speculatory. Yeah, one hundred percent. But if and actually, yes, it does say that because we talked about this in Bible study, and. Uh, one of the people next to me said, uh, what about the people who are already dead? Like, what, what are we going to, like, what is God going to do about them? Because, like, obviously, like, there are people who die every single day who never get to hear the word of Jesus. Mm. who never hear, hear the name Jesus, let alone be able to look at his book. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, when those people are given to God, he takes care of them 100% because those are his children. But when the people are living and they don't get a chance to hear God, this would be a way, like you said, for them to be able to visually see the power of God mm-hmm. and know, okay, well, what I've been doing is wrong and I need to, I need to be a part of this. Also, with like the people who died that way, if they are brought back, then what if the rapture is 
a way for them to come back and go through the tribulations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have no idea. Speculation. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. I mean, like, and that's the thing, like, that's a that's a common theory that I've heard quite a few times. And it's just crazy, man. But that's, like, it's things like this, like we were saying earlier, and also just, like, we us needing to read our Bibles. Like, we need to be able to recognize it when it comes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the most important part. Like, we don't need to understand it right now, but I do think that we need to know it. So that when it happens, we can point it out. Be like, that's that's what it was talking about, and we can recognize it as it happens. Right. I think that'll be important. But do you think that we'll be able to recognize it like as it's happening or after it's already happened? Well, that's the thing, man. That's yeah, no, hundred percent. And I think that that's why it's well. First off, it is fun, but I think it's kind of important to do things like imagine what things could be. You know, like maybe the white horse, right? That first seal, because it doesn't give a timeline. Like, it's not like, all right, this is going to happen within this month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to happen within a month or a week, or whatever. Like, it just says that he saw this happen, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a vision, some parts might be in the past. Some parts might be in the present. Some parts might be the far future. But the conquest one, like, the white horse standing there, rider carrying a bow, a crown placed on its head rode out to win many battles and gain the victory. Now think about it. What's like that could have been this, well this whole this whole world, well I'm th- I'm thinking this because white symbolizes purity, mm-hmm. right? So like I'm thinking that like what if well this is just a thought, right? I'm not saying this is what it is, but this is one hundred percent speculation. Speculation, hundred <laughs> percent. But like what if that conquest or that whatever mm. is Christianity itself. Like our whole world revolves around the Christian ideologies. Even other religions like give respect to Jesus's name to mm-hmm. Jesus most of the time. You That's know true. What I'm saying? <clears throat> and then also our calendar year, except for in China, like all, like a lot of the things like Christianity has been spread more than most religions. Mm-hmm. Maybe Islam, you know what I mean? But that's because it's, you know, I don't know, but either See, way, but like, yeah. I feel like that could be a part of what that means. I'm just saying that's not like an idea of what it could mean. No, yeah, so but if that was like, person. if that was Christianity, right, if the first seal is Christianity, right, then, and like Christianity conquered the world, is what you're saying, right? No, I'm just saying that like there are many, okay, so it says he rode out to win many battles and gain the victory, right? Yeah. So, he won many va- battles and he's had victories, right? So, like, the victory, yeah, like, obviously God's going to win, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I- I'm just saying that's, like, an idea that comes to mind that kind of fits into what it's saying. Like, that could be an explanation of what that is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, speculation. We don't know. But I'm just saying, like, that's a, an idea. Sorry. No, but it's, I think it's very important that we, that we um, get this chance to, like, talk about it and like get it out there because there might be somebody we don't know there might be somebody listening to this podcast who's like oh well you know my my idea is stupid so nobody's gonna listen to me or i don't know if i should read the bible because i don't i don't understand it or i don't see it the same way other people do 
And like, if you have these speculation ideas, yeah. trust me, talk to somebody. Like, people want to hear these ideas because they're going through the same thing you are. There's no one on this planet who knows every single thing about the Bible mm-hmm. and when it's going to happen. Yeah, I should <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, if you have speculation, speculate, talk about it. Make it a make we it a thing. Look it up. We gotta we gotta do the research and figure that out. And honestly, if anybody has information that contradicts what I've said, like I'd love to hear it. You know, yeah, so for real. I, I, that's why I like these conversations. So. But I do want to take uh, some time here before we end the podcast. Um, me and Zach are co-hosting the uh, Futon from now on, and we're going to be releasing episodes every Tuesday. Uh, because we'll record them Mondays, and we will be releasing episodes on Tuesdays. So uh, if you are listening, if you do subscribe to our our podcast, um, this is what you'll be getting. More more speculation, more ideas, more, you know, a uh, little bit of banter between me and Zach. And that's just kind of what we do. And honestly, the whole thing about it is that we have fun talking about God and not making fun of God, but having fun with God. And it's like, if you're getting bored, then you're not talking about the right God because our God is not a boring God. And so um, I want Zach to go ahead and pray us out for this week. And then, uh, We'll go ahead and end this podcast, and we will post this on Tuesday, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Go ahead, Zach. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for, um, you know, giving us the passion and the way to reach out so that other people who might be like-minded can enjoy our conversations as much as we do. uh, God, please help help, uh, guide us and... uh, Please open our hearts to anything that uh, you might want us to bring to the light, or anything like that, for any of our any of these episodes or whatever. And uh, yeah, just guide us, and thanks for bringing us again. In Jesus' name, mm-hmm. Amen. All right, guys. So next week we will either be continuing, uh, probably ending uh, Revelation, mm-hmm. uh, our discussion on it, and then the following week we'll probably pick up another book and see where that takes us. But as far as this week, we will see you guys later. Later. Bye.